Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? The week 17 recap coming at you. Uh, to be frank with you, we we're about to start recording, and the DeMar Hamlin situation was um, developing. And so, yeah, pretty unprecedented thing we've seen right now. Uh, and if you're at home, I'm sure like we are right now, just praying for him and that he'll be okay. And hopefully as we continue this podcast, we will have nothing but promising updates for us to say and you to hear. So, Burke, take it away. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. And check them out at facevalueclothing.com. Make sure you start your 2023 the right way um, by getting yourself some face value clothing. And yeah, so like Zach said, a very scary situation developing right now in the NFL. Um, something that we really haven't seen before. Uh, don't really know how to react to it. Um, hope he's okay. All we can do right now is you know pray for him and hope that he's okay. I saw that there was the ambulance had left with the police escort to the hospital. Um, that's all we know right now. So maybe as we move on, uh, we'll learn more and, and hope that it's. The right news, we don't know what's going to happen with this game. If they're going to, I assume it's not going to be played tonight. I, You'd have to, unless it comes out that he's like responsive and, right. you know, but you can't see that and then play. No, the latest update was he's not breathing on his own. And I, I don't see how this isn't pushed to like tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Um, and that's if he makes it out, I would assume. If he makes it alive, it is okay. And then they have to move. I would imagine these, there are two games to Monday night. Yeah, next there's going to be week. a lot of movement. Uh but obviously, like for the NFL, the most important thing right now is, is making sure that he's okay. And he if you have to look, if you have to move around uh, some games, or if you're a Bills or Bengals player and you you lose an extra days of rest, you know that I think that's okay. Um, I think everyone's willing to do that because the focus right now is on him. So uh, with that, um, obviously some somber news to start. Uh, but Zach is back in the podcasting after. Um, laying me out to dry uh, for a week to podcast that is so welcome back Zach thank you good to be here um, did not know if you saw my tweets that you recorded one by yourself uh, until yeah. the next day um, it was well done um, between that and the other one with Brooks honored at Brooks take this seat as uh, one of the founders of the pod uh, a lot of comments about me being on vacation which I'm just not going to apologize for <laughs> um, I listened to both episodes thoroughly uh, pretty much it sounded like in the preview had the exact same thoughts on the games yeah. with Justin except for a couple differences and yeah let's get back to the other one I kicked his ass last week and I didn't get a chance to say it so I want to come on the mic and say it today picked a bunch of upsets um, Justin got me this week by one game 
and then got his blowout, which we'll get to. And then uh, actually a lot came down to uh, this suspended game right now. So yeah. we'll find out more after that. But if this game does happen and the Bills win, Justin will be up two games heading into our final week. And if the Bills win this game, I will be up one. So uh, fun that it's coming down to the wire. Yeah, I think if you were, especially when you had like a six-game lead on me after week four, if Did you I? were... Yeah, you were you were up big, and I got it back in one week, which is why yeah, the entire time happens, I was never yeah. never bragging about it, um, which I, I talked about probably a little too much longer. My mm-hmm. mindset on the picks than people wanted when I was here by myself. Oh, but uh, yeah, like you know, to to be seventeen weeks through, one week left in the season, and be this close, I don't think either of us would have predicted. We kind of did this right before we sat down. We we're like, hey, this would be fun to do. Uh, Never thought that it'd come this far. So here we yep. are. Yep. And a very, oh, we're getting in. Apparently it was a commotio cordis. Here's what people believe it is. Lethal disruption of heart rhythm that occurs as a result of a blow directly over the heart. I was going to say it had to have been, it couldn't have been his head. No. So just, there was a, it's actually crazy that that happened because, uh, I mean, this is just, my Twitter. Is it a lacrosse thing? Yeah, it happened. There was, there was like a, a feature on a player who got hit by a lacrosse ball in the chest and the same thing happened to him. Yeah, that's crazy. So, and luckily, you know, for that lacrosse game, the proper staff was around and, and you know, luckily that the NFL, there is proper staff um, and equipment around. So hopefully that was able to save his life on the field. So. Yeah, I hope so. Um, yeah, let's get to football. Justin yeah. uh, got a lead on me. And one of them was through the blowout on Thursday yep. night. Uh, spread was 13 and a half. They covered it one by 14. Um, and this well, game. I was going to say it was. So we recorded Wednesday night and Joshua Dobbs wasn't announced as the starter yet. Right. It was a 12 point spread. So in with less than 24 hours, it went up a point and a half, which is crazy in the NFL, I feel like. It is. Yeah. And the crazier thing is that going into week 18 now for the Titans, they have their new quarterback for the game that they think they have a better chance of winning with. Yeah. Um, not good. I don't know what Malik Willis is thinking right now, but it's not great. I would assume what happened was the GM picked Malik and Vrabel wasn't excited about anything that happened, including the selection of him. And that's what we saw in that one video. Right? Yeah, yeah. The video was the trade reaction, but everything I heard someone else say, everything that John Robinson kind of did this summer was kind of a a preparing for these guys to leave. Tannenhill next year is on his last year. Yeah. Henry next year on his last year, um, and then AJ was going to be on his last year. Yeah. So he got Malik Willis. He got uh, Traylon Burks, mm-hmm. and then he drafted Hassan uh, Hankins yeah. from Michigan. And it seems like he was kind of getting ready for this, and Vrabel clearly didn't agree with that and was ready to try to win now and thought he could win now. The ownership clearly chose Vrabel, and the staff and Vrabel clearly doesn't like Malik Willis. So I kind of feel bad for Malik um, because this is how you can get buried for forever. I don't know what they're going to do because if they're not starting him this season, I'm assuming they're just going to bring Tannehill back for his last year now because they're in such a mess. I don't know. They're in a really bad spot now. Yeah, and I, I think you said it best that this kind of showed us a lot. And, you know, the thing about Malik Willis is what was he coming out of college was just pure raw, a raw prospect, right? And who who does he remind you a lot of, like, when it comes to these raw prospects? They need a certain offense. Um, did you want this? No, we'll take it. Oh, I saw you. I, saw I was you, for my water. But oh, I saw you put a hand out like you wanted. Oh, it's right in front of me. Okay. Um, we're gonna, I have to have a conversation about that. About it's gonna, 
claim it once I go back to the office. That, That's fair. That's I was fair. gonna buy you one. I was giving you my Christmas present, and I didn't do it. Very fair. Because that one's that one's been through a lot with me. My mower. That, that's completely random. Zach yeah. has a coffee cup in front of him. I don't know why I'm talking about that right now. Anyways. Uh, but back to Malik Willis. But like when we see these raw prospects come out of college, they need a specific offense in front of them, right? It has to be, and you you know you you implement that in the off season kind of thing. So I don't think Malik was put in the best opportunity of just getting thrown in when no one expected him to have to play this year or maybe even next year. Um, so that that does suck for him. And clearly, what we're seeing now is maybe they're just saying, "Hey, Dobbs is a, is now a vet." Sure. He knows he can, we know he can run this offense. We don't have to gear anything towards him. None so of the other smart man. Yeah, none of the other players have to change anything they do on a week to week basis. Uh, the only person who the only thing that's changing is the quarterback. And to be completely frank with you, when I saw that Dobbs was announced starter it Thursday afternoon, that made me more nervous for my blowout pick than uh, Malik Willis being there because I just you just say to yourself like this offense can do more. Yeah. Um, so you know. A lot of eyes are going to be on Tennessee this offseason. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. If they even like try to move off of him, like what do you get? Yeah. A second rounder, maybe. We haven't seen a quarterback get drafted in the first round, or I guess he was second round, right? Was he second Malik round? Was, he was second I round. think he was second round or early yeah. third. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I was going to say, like, the last time we saw like a, a high-drafted quarterback be on the trade block the next year was Josh Rosen. Um but yeah, so it'll be interesting. But at the end of the day, the Dallas Cowboys came in there and did what they had to do. Uh, kind of got, not close, but like the, the game wasn't close, but the score got close a little bit towards the end. Um, but, you know, Dallas showed their dominance again in terms of just like the weapons that they have um, and their ability to get them the ball. And Tennessee, like, it, it gets lower and lower for them week by week. Yeah, and we'll get to it in the preview or of week 18 this week, but the Titans actually got a break with the scheduling uh, from the NFL getting to play Saturday because they did rest all of their players. Yeah. Um, and now they get a huge rest advantage over Jacksonville. Uh, but we'll get to that in the re- in the preview. But uh, for the Dallas side, yeah, I was actually impressed. Like, they played a JV team in Dak, and they still had some weird plays. But to go on the road on a Thursday night is already not easy. And then you're playing literally a practice squad team. Like, you knew they were going to win because they're more talented, but I thought they were pretty focused for the most part of the game. Yeah. Did what they had to do. And now they're in a position going into week 18 division. where they can win the division and win the one seed. Um, so, Which is incredible job. Yeah. Insane. Insane. And, yeah, Mike McCarthy has to stay there now because they've just won too much. So, yeah. sorry if you wanted Sean Payton in Dallas. There's, unless they get lose by 40 in the playoffs. I don't see that. And the thing is, is like, what is this, what has Dallas been our entire lives, right? This. Great regular season team. Yeah. And eventually... What did they have to do with Jason Garrett? They said, we need to take the next step. And what did they get? Mike McCarthy. So if that organization, as crazy as they are, says, says to themselves, like if Sean Payton's available, everyone's like, that's the next step we need. You do it. Yeah. But the question is, if he's going to be available, I saw the Saints are asking for a first round. Yeah, it's, that's tough. I forgot about that. Honestly, though, if I'm the Cowboys, I don't even need Well, the Cowboys, that. that'd be easy. Yeah. yeah. But these like rebuilding teams, that's hard. Uh, but yeah, that another interesting thing to see. And yeah, I mean the Cowboys. If they were to win the division, it's like you get the one seed. Now everyone, now the NFC runs through you. Uh, you haven't been very successful in home playoff games as of late, but you know it, it puts yourself You'll in a spot it. with all the momentum. And nobody wants to play Dallas, and if they do that, no. just the, the weapons that they have are insane. But comes so out if Dak can, if Dak can make the plays. Yep, the Ghost was a great addition. He's been very good in two games now yeah. for them. Um, so yeah, Titans have a winner. Go home. 
Uh, truly a loser leaves town game next week, and the Cowboys are playing for the one seed. Next up, the curse is over. Yep. The Giants curse are in the over. playoffs. Very, very happy for you. Very big moment. I told Justin, I texted him in the morning. I was not very nice. Uh, I said, I will be mean. I will be rude um, because this is what this game should have been. And I'm just glad you beat us to a pulp because I needed to lose and you needed to win. And you said, let's be positive. And that was a fair text to get back. And I agreed, but I was just nervous. Um, but there's nothing to be nervous about. My team is horrible. Your team is not. And congratulations on the playoffs. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, some things I want to say. First of all, yeah, that text, I knew it the entire time. It's yeah. just one of those things where it's like, it had this. It had me have the same feeling of like, I don't like when people tell me that they're gambling on my team. Correct. Because I, if if I lose and you lose money, like, you know what? I don't care. Yep. Right? But then you get those texts. And I'm saying to myself, like, I think Colts fans want to win this game more than I want to win this game. Uh, and I'm like, I don't need to deal with texts from Colts fans. Not the like, haha, we beat you text. No, I like, would not have been celebrating. What the hell? Should, why did, I got on the, uh, I'm getting on the elevator that our neighbor, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, are you a Giants fan? I'm like, yeah. And I, for some reason, forgot that I played the Colts. I was like, are you a Giants fan? I know, fan? it literally did not, yeah. I was like, are you a so Giants real. fan? And she's like, no, but you know, the Colts, obviously. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, she's like, yeah. She's like, so thankful you beat us. And it's like one of those things where it's like, if I'm wearing the Giants sweats right now, no. Uh, yeah, sure. One of the other ones. Um, Hopefully they don't listen. But yeah, I had a football, had a football conversation. She like, wanted you to beat us, wanted a higher draft pick. And I was like, imagine now me getting the elevator and be like, neighbor, Comes up to me, she goes, "Are you a Giants fan?" I'm like, "Yeah," and she's like, "What? What was that yesterday?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, glad to do it. Uh, the curse talk, yeah, everyone knows. Maybe I guess technically, you know, let's just not go on a boat this week if we're the New York Giants. No boat pictures because last time it was we clinched, we got on a boat, shirts off. Obviously, everyone knows the boat pick. We've had the worst record since said boat pick was taken. Feels like the boat per- boat curse is over however let's just get no boat pictures i don't even want comedy if i, I see it posted and they're like it's, ah, not ha. it's not a joke no not not funny at all the other one is the cat the cat was the next year yeah i'm pretty sure i was a sophomore when that yeah. happened it's a black cat uh the black cat curse i feel like that's over so a lot of weight up the shoulders um you know i guess in terms of playoffs it just talks a lot about like how great this coaching staff and organization is because again look at our roster like if you were to like our names wise, our roster is worse than it was at the beginning of the year, right? Because yeah. of injury loss. And if you were to put our people said we had one of the worst rosters in the NFL at the beginning of the year, and technically it's worse now, and we're finding ways to win games. I feel like the coaching has completely changed on um, these last three games. Where I was sitting here on here every podcast, and like, why aren't we trusting Daniel? Last three games, we put the ball in his hands. He's played phenomenal. Um, and like defensively, it's just if we can have a pass rush. Like and you know, good pass rush leads to good pass coverage. When you have man offense or man coverage with guys who are practice squad corners, uh, but you can get to the quarterback fast. It doesn't matter how good they can cover sometimes, right? The you know I, the wide receiver has less of a chance to beat them. Kayvon stepped up. Dexter Lawrence is playing like an All Pro this year. Uh, Aziz on the backside. Linebackers like Landon Collins is playing linebacker right now. You know, whenever we do corner blitzes, Jalen Smith, like defense has just been fun. And I would have never expected to be here. I don't know how I'm going to act. Like I haven't had that playoff Sunday feeling in so long. I don't know how I'm going to feel. Cause again, I'm just playing with house money at this point. Like I want to compete, but at the same time, the expectation this year was like, if we win five games, awesome. And we're in the playoffs now. So it's been a great year. Um, really excited for playoff Sunday. Hope we, hopefully we get the Vikings. I'll get into that in a second, but or later on, but yeah. And then I guess we want to talk about the game. 
Daniel Jones, best game I've seen him play ever, except for that first drive. First drive had me scared. Rest of the game, best I've seen him ever play. And yeah, it was just a beat down. Yeah, I didn't really watch much. I saw like a couple of the plays in the opening quarter. The only thing I have on it is the 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 Kayvon moment, which I have nothing to say on the Kayvon side. He obviously shouldn't have done it, but I'm not here to talk about Kayvon. I don't care. I'm not going to judge him for one thing he did. Uh, the fact that we didn't... That was more surprising. For sure. I don't care what he did. He should have done it. But well, he also might have not known. I That made me mad when you said that, because that's wildly ridiculous to say. Nick Foles is screaming in pain next to him. We're not going to talk about this. On the so pod. loud in that life. Um, I have the fact that no Colts players went and just jumped on him and beat the shit out of him and just got ejected just says everything you need to know about where this team is at, where this culture is at, where this locker room is at. And part of me was very upset with them and upset with, obviously, Quentin who's, ugh, and all those guys for not defending him. And then the other half of me today woke up and was like, you know what? Should they have done it? Absolutely. But, like, they got to be so sick of this shit, of a new quarterback, a new system, a new coach, a new blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, uh, everyone's given up. So th- part of me understands why they didn't do it. It's still inexcusable, and I, they're soft for it, and the culture's broken. So we need someone like a Harbaugh or like some culture guy to just to kind of get some new life in here. Uh, but yeah, that was, I mean, if that wasn't the most Colts moment of the season, I don't know what was, because that was soft as shit. And I think we, I saw, I just saw it like an hour ago. Bobby O'Creeky hit it was Jones dirty. with a shiver. Dirty. Sure, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying. It. And then I think Giants guys like got in his face. Like those are just yeah. those are just where the two teams are at. I was that's what I was going to talk about in response was like Okariki, like Daniel Jones was clearly going down kind of thing. And it was late in the game and he just clotheslined him and buried his head and like his, Daniel Jones head bounced off the turf and it's like this late in the game like that's that's enough. But like you said, Nick Gates and John Feliciano like especially if it, if he didn't get to his sideline quickly like. I think we would have had an ejection on our side. So, completely agree with that. Yep. Um, and, yeah, after seeing Stroud and Young, I feel even better about the loss. And uh, Week 18, Colts-Houston is massive. It's a massive I, game. This quarterback class is so interesting it's to awesome. me. And I guess we could, you know, once it gets closer, especially where you're at, uh, we'll probably do at least a quarterback breakdown. But it's like every quarterback has a reason why they're like the guy, but then a reason why they're not the guy, except for Will Levis. If Will Levis goes anywhere above CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, I'm going to lose my mind. Even Anthony Richardson. I know. I was like, going to say. Will Levis sucks. Mitch is his ABC, mine's ABL, anyone but Levis. Yeah. It's, he's and so bad. That, that means he's going to be a quarterback. He's so. so bad. I wanted him to play against Iowa so he would oh, drop. You knew why he didn't. You knew no, why he didn't. He would have gotten yeah. destroyed. But yeah. So. Uh, but that's that's a conversation for a different time. Yep. Yeah. But if Houston beats us and the Bears lose, the Bears get the number one pick. The Bears don't need the number one pick. Obviously, we would be they'd be a trade back position, and we could jump Houston to get the quarterback. So Did you next see, week uh, is very important. Big Cat was like, he's like, actually, we're going to use the pick. <laughs> the Bears. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like, the Bears like they're trying to run the price up. It's like actually, we're going to use it. Yeah. I mean, it's the most obvious trade back spot <laughs> in the history of football. So yeah, next week's actually really interesting for the Colts, and I'm debating going and cheering for Houston or just. Not being there to make sure no fans show up. Either. So I'm, I'm in that debate right now. Uh, what is um? Oh, they play that. Th- Man, I didn't even think about that. It was a home game. Um. Anyway, sorry. That's just in my head for something else. Uh. What um. What would the Colts be if they win versus don't win? So if we lose, we can't go past six. Now I'm sorry. If we win, we can't six. We're sixth. Okay. And then if we lose at any com- any combination of. Uh, the Rams who play the Seahawks, Cardinals who play the 49ers, and um, who's the other team? There's another team there. Um, that if if we jump them, if they win, so it's six to three. Yeah, most li- most likely we're at five. Most yeah. likely 
Yeah, we lose and everyone else will lose. I think we're going to lose. I mean, we'll get to it in the preview. We suck. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yoffs. So fun to say Yoffs. Yoffs. Welcome back. Uh, next one, Cardinals and Falcons. This is the only difference Justin and I had. Um, Atlanta won on a game-winning field goal. I, I mean. Uh, I I was on a red zone. It, first of all, Roku TVs with one one TV controlling it. Like getting controlled by the remote, yeah, life changer. Yeah, it was sitting back, just flicking the, you know, just being in control, up, down, left, right. Yep, was awesome. Yep. So I was flipping back to this game every once in a while, just a scene. Yeah, it was just a field goal off. It was terrible. It, watched, the entire it the last Cardinals. five scores were field goals. It was terrible. Uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing to say about it. Like the Cardinals were trying to do stuff. They actually were better offensively, arguably. David just, Blau they had, good. Yeah, they had missed field goals, and it was it was a disgusting game. Um. But it was one of those where I was just like, the Falcons, you know, their defense can get a little, you know, frisky here and there. And then offensively, like, they have guys, and eventually they were able to win. So that's all I have. Yep, nothing else on that game. So I really needed them to win to jump them, but that's okay. Uh, Next one, Bears at Lions. I thought this one was going to be fireworks, and it was for the first two possessions on both sides, Mm -hmm. and then the Bears decided to stop the fireworks show completely. And the Lions were running up the score. 100% 100% running up the score. I, I loved it. I mean, this is a team trying to get the playoffs at home after getting embarrassed, and they needed to get all their mojo back before going into uh, what could be a winner-gets-in uh, game for them. So I, I loved their mindset, uh, especially against a division opponent. Yeah. Um, the Aiden Hutchinson pick was made no sense until we saw the, the clip of it today. So funny. So I funny. mean, I don't blame Fields at all. I didn't think he would have been there. Who would have thought he was on the field? I would have thought there was 12 guys in the field. <laughs> it he was, just doesn't see the white paint. It was kind of like that Giants guy at the end of the game in overtime in the preseason. Who they, oh, they did that same yeah. formation, and yeah. he rocked the guy yeah. to win. And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You defend the sidelines. So that was smart. Um, yeah, it's well, interesting, though, to have a defensive end out there. Which is why you'd never expect Fields to notice him. Because like, yeah. they didn't show it at all during the game or talk about it. So it just looks like Fields was like just threw a pick to Aiden Hutchinson. So it's like, like Aiden Hutchinson. You're also like, you don't expect 800 to be over there. So you're like, A, how did he get back that fast? And B, how is he coming into the, into the field? Yeah. Uh, looks like Zach Taylor and McDermott are hugging. I'm assuming this thing's about to get postponed. It has to be. It has to be postponed. Um, yeah. Uh, 20, oh, they're going to Okay. Okay. Uh, injured. I don't know why they put the time. Yeah, thanks, guys. That is, okay. Next ESPN, one. This uh, is the worst company this could have had. Yeah, but if you're a Bears fan, this one sucks because like you want to lose definitely, but like getting your ass kicked sucks. So yeah, but losing just one more week and we're done. I wouldn't play Fields next week. No, if they if they play Fields next week, like, elite like you can't rush. Stop rushing. You, you cannot how rush. Stupid of a franchise this is. Do not play him next week. I think there they played Minnesota. No reason to. No reason. So we'll see what they do. I mean, just just make it up. Every, no one's gonna no one's gonna fault you. Like, just, just make something up. So, yeah, good one for the Lions, and they got flexed to Sunday night to end the season. Didn't think we'd be saying that at the start of the year. We kind of did, then we got scared and didn't. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be looking at it how those two teams are. It might, it might not, but, like, looking at how these two teams are, like, that would be Lions such a— spoiler would be—I mean, the pre, we'll get to all this. We have a lot to talk if, about in the preview. If this doesn't—or if that game, like, really ends up not meaning anything— all your NFL conspiracy theories are over. Yeah. Well, it still would mean something for the Packers. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. But if, if... Yeah, we have a lot to talk about in the preview. All right, next one. Uh, Denver, That's what this... It, when JB and I were talking, I was looking at all these games. I'm like, one of these teams, I have everything to talk about. The other one, it doesn't matter. For right. Me. Denver at Chiefs. I said, does the interim bump even work here? I 
I put a question mark thinking no. I guess it does. Once again, yeah. time and time again, the intern bup never seems to fail. Nope. Um, Russell Wilson only wants to run against Mahomes. I think it's like an ego thing. I, it has to be. Did I say the same it, thing? I know he kept running for touchdowns. Yeah, I was looking at this and I was like, "This isn't the Russell Wilson of old." I was. I thought they messed it or up. This is. I thought yeah. they were putting it for someone else. No, I, I. I literally thought the same thing. I kept looking at it. And I was like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, it made no sense. And they should have won. They really should have won. They had a chance. Won, yep. At the end, they had to lead the whole game. Um, and yeah, I think Russell Wilson just like when he plays Mahomes, tries to like show Mahomes that he's still like the guy, so he still runs. Which, by the way, Russell, when you run for the hundredth time on here, you good, are good. Good things happen. So I uh, just do happen. that next season, yeah. man. Do that next season. It's really, it's it's really an easy concept. I don't it, get it. It really is. And it, it, the thing is, too, here is that like, Kansas City it continues their streak of like winning, but it's like games you just can't get up for. And this would have been a dagger for them to lose. And it's like now the one seed is like harder to get because yep. um, the because they don't have the tiebreakers over Buffalo or Cincinnati. Kansas City, no. Yeah, so no. it's like that would they now they're the that would three have been a really seed. bad loss. You yeah. know that would have been a very tough. Wow, loss. that's true. They would so, have, yeah. yeah. Um, now you got the Raiders next week. Another game where it's just like yeah, weird vibes games. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I think the players took their their. I don't know. Like it's ten o'clock. Like just move it to tomorrow. Like you want these yeah. guys going out there. Do, at do you think they do a uh, afternoon game? So I was thinking about that because I was like, I was gonna go to work tomorrow. But I, I mean, I, I have to go. I, I would assume this is a, a. Remember what they did during the COVID? There was like the Pittsburgh and Washington played like four thirty. I yeah. think we get one of those. I remember. That. Yeah. Which is, look, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm praying he's okay. I would love a four thirty game tomorrow. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, look, you all get it. No, I'm just saying, not, like. What is one of the hardest things as a sports fan? It's like when you go on these like like specifically now where there's oh, so much sports going on, and then it's like that first day hits and you're like back to nothing until the night. Yep, which is always Tuesday. It'd be a good easing. That's all we're saying here. Okay, everyone. Well, no, we we hope he's okay. We're talking now NFL purposes. Correct. We're talking we're talking the Correct. greater league of what are they going to do with rescheduling the game. This game That's starts at four thirty. It just started. We're pretty much getting this into the Tuesday night college basketball slate. Yeah. Sure. Hope he's which, okay. Yeah. This is a different conversation. Yeah. College basketball right now. We're gonna have to talk about that in the preview. I we're gonna have to address it in the yeah. preview. Um Rutgers beat Purdue tonight. And it was not at the best moment. Look, Justin was celebrating, that's all I'll say. <laughs> it didn't happen on the best moment. Um <laughs> I think he looked Okay, next game. This is getting weird. Look, it was gonna get weird tonight. That's all right. We're together on this. Next one. Finn's at Pats. You know what I was a little annoyed with Brooks about? I was a little pissed off about it, but I didn't want to text him because he did do a good job. I Took a lot of damn time to write out. I told him to. On and he never, he he would not read them word for word. I go, I said. Why did I write all this out? I, I said, and blame him. Blame him. Because I literally said to him, I go, because, uh, you know, he hasn't done this in years. And I'm yeah. like, JB, like, I I'm going to say what I say. And I'm going to look at you, read what Zach has to say, and then add your thoughts. And then he would, like, forget it and then, like, try to add me in. And, like, I, I know start, I know he, what my lines were said. Yeah, he, he would start, he'd start arguing with me, classic JB. Yeah. Start arguing oh, with me, yeah. and I'm like, read what he's saying. I, I was getting a little upset because I put so a lot. So what did you say, Zach? I, I said the Pats are going to score a defensive touchdown. And they did. And they did. Yeah. I think they have, like, someone said they have 17 defensive touchdowns. I think that was sarcasm. But honestly, it might not be. They have so many. Um, yeah, this game was pretty much what we thought it would be. I didn't realize when I did this preview that Teddy Bridgewater still played quarterback for the Dolphins. You thought Skylar Thompson was playing? I didn't know Teddy was still on the team when I wrote it up. Yeah. But I still think I would have taken the Pats, but I had no idea. I mean, idea. Skylar came in, though. So. Well, yeah, Teddy got hurt again. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this is just the Pats, who now, I think, are in a win-and-in situation. They're the seventh seed as of which now. Which is 
so gross. But you know what? It's so funny, though. It's one of those things where I guess as an NFC guy who's beaten the Patriots twice in this room, like, I have no issues with the Patriots. I think the Giants are... There's 30 teams that hate the Patriots, and obviously Patriots are one of them, and the Giants are the other. So, like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is just funny. I mean, for me, it's 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 not even that. It's like, I, I they're going to lose by 80 in the first round. Yeah. I don't want to, and granted, whoever gets the seventh seed probably will, but like... A uh, Giants beat writer, I think it was Art, he goes, I refuse to watch another, uh, like, or this, never mind, it was for the Steelers. I, I thought about it now, because yeah. I was going to get it. I guess if they go like, to Cincy, it could get kind of, I'm not even going to get into this. Yeah, I just, it's ridiculous that they're winning, get in. But yeah. Dolphins. I mean, I feel bad. Shows for about the coaching job of Bill Belichick. We don't want to talk crap about him. And he, it, there's another team I'm going to talk about at the yeah. end of this podcast yeah. where it's just people for some reason stop the best coaches in the NFL t- tend to take their teams yep. to the playoffs. And we, I do remember too. before the season we said pretty much guaranteed that a ten win team would be the seventh seed. That's looking like it's not the case. I am I am shocked by that. I am absolutely shocked by that. We also thought the AFC West was going to be the greatest division in football. You did, as so, the rest of the world did. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's going to be a nine-one team, and yeah, I just feel bad for the Finns. I mean, it just it just injury-wise, just did not go your way. Yeah, this is a this is a team that was built for like warm weather, fast football, and it sucks that it's NFL is a long season that eventually gets like you know cold weather because like not to say that like they're soft. Like I'm not trying to say that you know that's the identity, but it's just they're they're built a certain way, and it's like a it's a supercar, and supercars like BMWs they tend to need to get you know parts replaced quicker. Yep. And you know it's an exciting team. One year, it, you know, if in this window, if they stay healthy for all sure. 17 games, yeah, they're getting better. They're it's, it is going to be a problem. Yeah. Um, but it's an exciting team and it just sucks as a Dolphins fan. Cause I think Dolphins fans were kind of like me where when we look at the beginning of the season, like Tua was, had so many question marks. You had a rookie head coach. You like yeah. trade for Tyree kill. You see the training camp videos. You're like, the bills are in, divi- on our, in our division. There were so many question marks that, uh, the game will not be played this evening. Okay. Good choice. There were so many question marks about them that, you know, to get to the point of where you guys were like in the division hunt at one point, like playoffs for certain uh, was awesome. But then to have that fall from grace for reasons that are off field um, sucks. That sucks as a sports fan. Yeah. And look, we're not Tua guys, but I think it's fair to say it's better this, team team, with Tua. this team's best version is with Tua this season. Uh, they haven't won without Tua. And if you didn't get that 14th concussion on that play against Green Bay, I think they win that game or win this one. And then yeah. they're in a position where they're, they're looking to get in the playoffs. And they, in. they still can get in, I believe. They need the Patriots to lose. Who they could? I mean, because the Bills are still playing lose. for seeding potentially. Who, who could? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy. Patriots and Steelers. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, but it just sucks because, yeah, just unlucky. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, next one. Saints at Eagles. I should have picked the Saints. I felt it. it. it I dude, said it in my I comments. Said I was... I was sitting here and I was like, it's just because of what I saw last week from Gardner. No, but the, week, the second Their week, Saints the are second so week good. backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not a thing. But yeah, we both thought the Eagles were too talented. The Saints defense has been killing it. I wrote that and down. Also, uh, the Eagles defense is taking a step back. Yeah, well, they which keep getting hurt. I was talking to. Yeah, they're another team that just caught the injury bug. Yep. But the Saints are in a spot where if teams lose, they're in the playoffs now. Yep. Which is hilarious Crazy. to say, uh, and yeah, it's. I I mean, I guess for the Saints, like their defense, I think is very young, mm-hmm. and they have like their veterans are still really good. There's a large 
like de- this defense is going to be there for a while. Offensively, they they still have Kamara. They have Olave. I I guess Thomas, Mr. Slant Boy, I don't know what his contract dealings I, look I like. Have, he's got to be gone this summer one way or another. Like if they somehow mm-hmm. find a quarterback who's not named Baker Mayfield, saw that one on Twitter today connected to the Saints. This is a, in the NFC. Donovan Mitchell has 71 points. What? How much time is left in the game? It's in overtime. Holy. I just felt like that. I'm sorry for interrupting. I just, I, that, that's, that's. Well, that's history. Who are they playing? The Bulls. Um, sorry, guys. It's uh, <laughs> our listeners. But, um, yeah, so the Saints. Yeah, the Saints. Like, in, in the NFC South specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they could be a problem sure. a, for a couple years. Yeah, they could be a big problem for a couple years. If I'm a Saints fan, I'm on the beans right now, which is a thing where I watch this guy eat red beans every Monday and he has an on the beans list and Saints are on the beans right now. Yeah, this division is literally first team to find a quarterback. Like yeah. Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Bucks, assuming Brady, maybe one more year next year with this team. I don't think it will be with them. I don't think anyone thinks that. Uh, it's just the first team to find the next competent quarterback because they all have decent young rosters that are pretty good on defense. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, they're playing really hard. For the Eagles, I wouldn't panic. I mean, this just shows you if anything that Jalen Hurts is your guy in case you needed another reminder. Um, and this is what happens with backups. And the injury bug isn't good. Um, but it as would long be as so you, comical if they weren't the one seed. Well, I was going to say, as long as you win Sunday against the Giants, you get your bye. I think it's a perfect bye. I think it really helps in this matter. That, um, and so, yeah. But and yeah. I talked about it on the podcast, the and you texted me about it. And I don't know what it's going to look like, but Jalen Hurts has to play at least a half of football. Otherwise, I don't. I think the bye is, is not like detrimental, but it's like now the bye sucks. Is Now you have a guy coming off of a month of rest, which is a little too much rest. Well, Hertz is 100% playing Sunday. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I'm saying, like, I, I'm just curious, like, at what point do you say we need to protect him? Like, he's playing a half at least, but it's just going to be interesting to see. Look, they I pulled, think they play until they, they, under, they, they, they pulled him in. Game. They pulled him in after the first half before in, in the last game of the NFL season. I think it depends on the, <laughs> I think it depends on the score of the game. If they're up two, if they're up two scores, I think he's out. Yeah, it'd be so funny if if they weren't the ones. Yeah, seed. well, it's funny because I saw a bunch of people tweeting, and I know you you've said it many times that you care about hating Philly more than Dallas. But it was like, it got it. How awesome would it be if uh, the Giants play spoiler to their division rival? And it's like, hundred percent true, very accurate. Here in comes other division rival. It's the Cowboys is the yeah. one seed. So like, it is true, but it's like uh, there is another division rival that gets the it, one seed. Yeah, it's like we're literally just. It both the, two, the teams I hate the most, right. one of them is going to be the one seed, and it's going to be because of us. Correct. So it, it was funny because it's true, but it's like, yeah, yeah, then here comes Dallas. Well, no. So when I was watching the Eagles-Cowboys game, and you want to talk about like Giants fans, right? Mm-hmm. I've always said, my generation, right. we hate the Eagles because that's the team that we've always messed with. My Every generation before that hates the Cowboys. I'm sitting watching on Christmas Eve the Eagles-Cowboys game with my dad and grandpa. My dad and grandpa are cheering for the Eagles and I'm cheering for the Cowboys. Yep. Because I hate I hate them and they're like, I don't care about the Eagles. What are the Eagles done? So It's just funny. It but is. Yeah, we'll see what happens and see what the Giants do uh, with their roster. Next one. I mean, put Justin and I down for the bozos here. This sucks. We both we both said I heard was Brooks, the right side. Brooks actually read this one for me. Thanks, man. You said it too. Like we said, this is a horrible spot for Wentz. I feel bad for him, and Justin felt bad for him. And he did exactly what he did last year and exactly what we yeah. thought. Three awful picks. 
And it's not even that the uh, Browns' offense played well. I mean, Watson had a couple better throws, I guess, but Mark Cooper was just great. I mean, that, this was just the, this was just Carson Wentz. If Taylor Heineke plays this game, they win. They win. It clear as day they win. Clear as day. Like they, they win. win thirteen to ten. Fine. Yeah. Like this this Browns. So I was watching this the first half specifically in a Browns household. So I was in one room, but I could see the I was seeing the Browns game, and like I was like talking about it. I mean, their offense sucked. That's what we saw. Terrible. The only reason they were in the game is because they kept getting the ball back in plus territory. Right. And I don't know if they thought to themselves, like, hey, Wentz gives us a better chance to win. I don't know. But I sit here and ask myself, whatever chance he has to win, there's an equal and definitely bigger chance to lose exactly. with him at quarterback. Exactly. Here's the thing about Heineke. Like, Heineke's ceiling yeah. is, like... Game-winning drive, right? Which if I'm an if I'm a NFL team and my ceiling is game-winning drive, I'll take that. Uh, the ceiling for or his floor though is like fifty percent a a touchdown and a pick, right? That's what his floor is, and in this situation, that does enough for you to win the football game. It made no sense for them to avoid or for them to bring in Wentz, especially after the comments Ron Rivera had when Wentz was healthy and playing for them, and. I don't know what happened otherwise if they just like if it was a general manager move for some sort of like contract thing and they're yeah. like I don't I don't know what it was but it was it might be one of the dumbest decisions we've seen and now they're out of the playoffs space. I mean yeah yes no. basically, basically basically well what were your thoughts and you could have no reaction good bad reaction bad reaction to the Ron Rivera post game I didn't even really see it I don't know if I saw this. So the, I saw something, but the I, reporter started asking the question. He's like, um, "So you thinking about starting Sam Howell next week? Obviously, um, if you guys are eliminated." Um, and then kind of kept continuing with the question, and Rivera kind of like was looking down and looked up. He's like, "What do you mean eliminated?" And then the announcer was like, or the reporter was like, uh, "If Green Bay beats the Vikings right now, you guys are on the outside." And you know, there were both takes. Like, oh, he's just focused on winning. I mean, I thought it was a bad look. It was a bad look. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, my Twitter on Sunday after the 1 o'clock game specifically was pure Giants memes. Right. So a lot of things slipped through the cracks. That being one of them, that's bad. It, I thought it was Because bad. if you thought that this wasn't a must-win game and... I, I just don't even know, like, how you don't know the scenarios. But, yeah. But, yeah, you said it best. Carson Wentz is as volatile as volatile gets. And it was all bad on during that game. So. If I'm a if I'm a Commanders fan, like that to me is like, well, I'm not I'm not talking about the press conference. I'm talking about the decision making. Like I'm like fire that head coach because that's just a bad roster decision that I don't think anybody in the NFL could agree with. I don't I don't know who besides Dan Snyder who agrees with that call to make Wentz the quarterback this week. I don't understand how it happened. Heineke is the reason why you guys made a playoff game in 2020, yeah. and Heineke is the reason why you guys have done done anything the last that's, two years. Carson hasn't played for eight weeks. Yeah, it made no sense. It made no sense. So, and that's what they get. Dumb decision. Next one. I thought this is the one I thought we were about to talk about. That's why I said I, it no. Was we weren't bozos for this. No, I thought that's why I said it was the right pick. Carolina at Tampa. Tampa won. Yeah, yeah. Tampa won. Classic game. Uh, just it's a, just a different a, version. A classic <laughs> NFC South game goes on. Carolina comes out the gates seven zero. Brilliant drive. Easy. Justin I are fired up. Easy drive. My parlay looks so damn good, it hurts. Yeah. And they get up 21-10, and even when they have those moments where you're like, here comes the Bucks comeback, 
the Panthers block a kick and the yep. Panthers get the ball back. And then it's well, really it was the first touchdown, but we said the only concern might be the JC Horn injury is a problem. Yep. Um because I, I thought I thought Brady was just gonna dink it all game then. And apparently Carolina thought that too. The problem was they didn't adjust. Ever. Because Ever. Mike Mike Evans smoked the corner in one on one three times for Not, touchdowns. One one time, ah, uh, he got beat. Mm-hmm. Two times, okay, maybe we should have self safety help over the top. Three times, three times, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can put the blame on you. Threw me two times, that's a peace sign. Yep, load the chop, let it rain on you. Yep, correct, correct. Dumbest is Steve Wilkes. Anything about you being the head coach that goes out the building for me? Because if you're a defensive minded coach and you don't think safety help over the top after two bombs. And now in a in a touchdown puts you down uh, down in a game that you're just up twenty one to ten in the fourth quarter. Oh my god, makes you want to throw up, throw up. It was so bad, and, and like you know what? If you want to let Brady dink it all game, fine. They're gonna have a holding. They're gonna have a mistake. Like let him do that. And they just didn't. And it was the difference. And I, I you know, if Caroline, if you told me Caroline had twenty one points, I, I probably would have thought that won it. One hundred percent, and like the offense had to do more in the second half, obviously, and they had opportunities, and they didn't. And then, of course, at the end of the game, yeah, the Bucks have the ball at the fifty. They're punting it to give it to Carolina with like forty seconds left, no timeouts, probably over unless you need a miracle. Miracle happened. It was, it Bucks was, punter dropped the ball, and the Panthers didn't get him. Well, I so I wasn't watching this live because I was pissed, so I turned it off. When you said drop the football, I was driving, so I yeah. saw the text, and I so I couldn't respond right away. I thought it was like a Scottish Hammer New York Giants dropped the football. And I was like, wait a minute, the ball's dead there then. But it was just a bad snap rolled on the ground kind of thing. Yeah. So that sucked. And then, yeah, there's it's like, Noah, you got told to build the arc. You build the arc, but you just for some reason drilled a bunch of holes into the bottom of it. So yeah. now the arc sinks. Like yeah. the miracle was you were on the boat. The miracle had happened. You had two of each animal on it. Yeah. And the boat sank. Yep. So now Tampa wins. Tampa wins the division. And I'll tell you what, Dallas is praying for the Giants to win because... It is so funny. They are going to beat Dallas. <laughs> Dude, I will say, like, you know, at the end, I was like, please, like, you know, any just having the Saints or the Panthers specifically or even the Falcons in there would just be so funny. But, like, Tom Brady's sub-500... Just cakewalk to the Super Bowl. Go into the playoffs. If he... Makes it to like the NFC Championship game, or even wins a playoff game, and then keeps it close in the divisional round. It's the funniest thing in football. It you can't help but laugh. That's why I love this division. You cannot help but laugh at it. And if they go on a run, I wouldn't want to play them. I don't want to. I I would rather play the 49ers right now in the playoffs than the Buccaneers. Yep. I don't want to play it. I want nothing to do with them. Because if there is one person on one team that for some reason just knows how to flip a switch once January turns around, yep. it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And really, let's ask ourselves this question. What would Tampa's record be if they were in a better division? Because me personally, like I feel like Tom Brady's the type of guy where it's like I get up when I need to get up and my team will just get up because I'm up. Right, if he's in a season. better division, I think they have a better record and they're fine. But it's just so funny that they're in a bad division and it took till week seventeen to claim it. And, and now when he stands up, I, I feel like the Buccaneers are going to stand incredible. up. Incredible! It's we, so funny when we talk about playoff matchups. Eighty percent of the time, the better quarterback is going to win the game. Yeah, that's what the playoffs are. That's it's, why. That's why it matters, and that's why. 
Okay, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Tom. It's Tom it, versus Daniel Jones versus Brock Purdy versus Kirk Cousins, Tom. It, it's a guy who has more Super Bowls by himself than any franchise in the NFL if is he, now in the playoffs. I would love for him to win it all and then I could just come back for another year and pick another team. I don't want him to pick another team because the three teams is like, I think he's too good for that. Yeah, but, I, in which three we can teams are like, but, but yeah. if he won, if he was just... And then like, he's just like, screw it, because I get to now, then I'm all for it. I'm going to Miami. Yeah, win it there. Yeah. Um, I did see a, a t- uh, thing today from Sean Payton, who obviously knows what it's like to play a bad yeah. team. Um, teams that are 500 or sub 500 getting to host that first playoff game are four and two. Oh, in the, the and we, one we've of their, talked about this for forever. one of their losses is Taylor Heineke, that almost won. Correct. So against the Super Bowl champ, best Bucks team, yeah, yeah, that was the closest game that the Bucks had all year. It was I mean, first round. I, if in I'm a Washington. Dallas fan, I'm literally puking. <laughs> I'm so thankful I'm the six. Yeah. I'm so, 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 so And I was going to say the two teams in the best position right now before we head to this next game are somehow uh, the New York Giants because they can't move at all. They're nope. at six feet. Locked and in. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those are the only Locked teams in. going into next week that know exactly where they are. Yeah. So they have the option of resting their starters, which I assume both teams will take advantage of, especially the Bucks. And okay. that's another thing about the Giants real quick. Like the way that they just put the ball into Daniel Jones' hands. and Because I remember reading that schedule and I was like, we're not making the playoffs. Yeah. So funny that we made it by week week eighteen. It's awesome. So next one, um, I was very wrong on this one. Uh, I, Jags at Texans. I think someone got in the ear of the Texans uh, st- staff had players. To. Had to. This isn't the same Texans team we saw all month. Someone got in their ear and said, yeah. "I will pay you, but I will pay you more. One hundred percent. I will do whatever it takes. You guys need to chill the hell out." Yeah. And they got walloped by a team 100%. that had no meaning to play hard. No. Uh, this was like. Jacksonville was resting players like some guys. The yeah. half was over. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, they're big guys. Because they were up though. They were up yeah. so big. <laughs> and you look at the stat lines, like nobody had like a crazy stat line. They just ran them out of the gym. And yeah. 100% has to do with something of like, hey, love you if you want to keep your job. Or whatever. Like, it was let's, weird. Let's That's why I think, I mean, next week, Colts, Texas, it's going to be a hell of a tank off. I, I want to see like first and 10 just. We're just throwing it deep every time. I mean, it's, you saw it, Colts. People Giants. are just going to start running out of the back of the end zone. Fourth and one, zero zero game on the Giants. Eight. We kicked a field goal. Yeah. The it's like there's like a soccer match that happened in like the Africa Cup one time. Yeah. And there was a weird tiebreaker rule where, uh, like the two teams were playing, but only one of them could get in, and like something happened as a result of another game, and it was like a really weird tiebreaker rule where one of the teams needed to concede a goal in order to advance. Yeah. It's on SB Nation, our now secret base, if you guys want to find it. it I, I'm probably explaining it horribly. So they scored an own goal. And the other <laughs> team's like, wait a minute. Now they, they have to score a goal. So it's own goal versus own goal. It's own goal versus own goal. They just started scoring <laughs> own goals. This is going to be Nick Foles. Uh, maybe uh, no, maybe not Nick starting. Foles. Yeah. It, it, whoever's quarterback starting. Thanks for, thanks for I feel so bad for him. <laughs> running out of one end zone. And Davis Mills running out of the other end zone. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And the... Oh, it's gonna be so funny, and the defenders are gonna be tackling them before they get there. Like you don't, I you can't get a safety. Oh, if I go to that game and it's third down and we're on offense, I'm loud. Yeah, I'm bringing, I'll bring my cowboy hat and I will get loud. Dun. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they play it. <laughs> <laughs> Texans fans, get on yeah. your feet. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you're the Jags, I mean, this is just credit to Doug and what they're building there because they came so focused and ready to play in a game that meant nothing. So no, uh, and then we'll get to the preview. They kind of got screwed, but I think I don't think it's going to matter. Uh, next one. So 
Is it if this is a game I'm thinking about? It's the game that it, it is the single game that defines the season for this team. The Raiders. Yes. Yeah. Result was the same. I'm not here to tell you Jared Stidham's good. It was. I mean, it's just weird that these these guys that get like their first starts, coaches, quarterbacks, they just play well. Like it's just. He also had a lot of help from like Devontae Adams making uh, interceptions he did. He did. all year. Uh, but the 49ers could not stop him, even in the second no. half. They could not stop him. The only the reason they stopped him is because they batted a ball. It went flying in the air, and the 49ers caught it, like the defensive lineman. Um, but yeah, the Raiders blew another lead. That 10-point 10 10 point lead. If you're a Raiders fan, though, you wanted to lose this game, right? So, good. I wanted them to win. I mean, lose that game, too, because I want Minnesota, which I'll get in in a second, uh, or eventually. But yeah, this game just defines the Raiders' season, where it's like up and down and up and down, and then... Uh, did they miss a field goal or was it the no 49ers missed a 49ers field goal. missed a game then you winner. get the ball even and then it's just a pick, a pick right it was a pick or a fumble yeah. all the way down to the two yeah. and you lose in overtime like we're gonna look back and you know that like uh, it's another secret base or SB Nation video because they're phenomenal they have one about the San Diego Chargers who are the best offensive defensive yes, and really like special one. teams units in the NFL and they didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like in in twenty years, we're gonna have like a trivia question. They're like, they're number one offense, number one defense, thirty two in special teams. Yeah, or, or they that's what it was. Yeah, and but we're gonna have one with the Raiders where it was like they had 12 10 point leads in the second <laughs> half, and they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Uh, and then yeah, Derek Carr's being David Carr's being his total bitch. It's just getting weird. Yeah, David, you know what, dude? Like, dude, no, not your no, spot. No, not no, your spot. I am going to listen to the podcast. Or I'm going to hopefully get the tweets from it. Because I guess he's going to do a, a little tell all. David. Da- well, yeah, because, I mean, Derek, knowing Derek is going to keep his mouth. He's Derek's a professional. I will say, though, like, the one thing, even, like, when you watch Derek Carr play football, like, great Derek Carr is, like, the gunslinger, like, throwing it downfield kind of thing. But, like, yeah. bad Derek Carr is holding the ball on too he's long. so bad. And, like, one thing about, like, Stidham coming in here is, like, this is what we saw from, like, Mac Jones last year, right? Like, the guy just runs the offense. And this is sometimes what you need as an NFL team is just you don't need need a guy with a better art talent. I just need a guy who's going to come in here and run the offense. Um, One of the funniest TikToks, though, was Jason Brown, famous coach at Indy Indy whatever college where he was, like, he he was making fun of – Stidham's like dropping f bombs, and he's like, "That's how you play quarterback." He's like, "Derek Carr, get off of it." That's I why they didn't win under you. Love his TikToks, which is so funny. They're great. Uh, yeah, Forty Nineers need to win this game. We'll get into the preview about why Justin was excited too. And then also for the Forty ers like eventually that you were going to have a come down to earth moment, yeah. and you came out with a win. And pretty still brought you points. back offensively. Yeah. Whoops, sorry. They're so, they're so I love watching them play. I love watching the. 49ers. They're not going to have to. Like, here's the thing too: is like I guess they're no, they're in the NFC. They're not going to have to worry about weapons like this. Maybe the Cowboys? But, like, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, Hungerford, Renfro, and Josh Jacobs on one team? No. Like, no. the Eagles don't even have that. The Vikings don't have that. No. The Cowboys don't, I guess. They're the closest thing. But it's Dak Prescott, which is more comparable to Derek Carr than yeah. any other quarterback I've seen. Yeah, but 49ers walked in there last year and beat them, so I don't think they're too it's, worried about that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Big one for them. They stay. They jump to the two seed now. Um, next one, which I did see. We can just say it. I did see a tweet from a lot of Bears fans saying like we would give our soul to take week one back when they played in that stupid weather game. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the only reason the Bears. I mean, it, they played in a monsoon, and the Bears beat the 49ers week one. Uh, question: What is the 49ers record if Trey Lance never got hurt? 
That's a great question. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good question. Wow. I I would I'm sorry to Trey. I would have to make the assumption that Jimmy G would have come in at some point. Yeah. But we never would have seen Purdy. No. Um because if Jimmy got hurt, then Trey would have played. What are they? They've won like eight in a row. They're they're, they're twelve and four right now. Uh I would go with nine and seven. I was gonna say eight and nine as like the final record. Yeah. And I think they're too good to have a losing record. But I, yeah, I would say borderline 500. Yeah. One more comment, maybe my best take I've ever had. Sure. Uh, Brock, Brock Purdy, yeah, let's just say it right now, quarterback of the future. Stetson Bennett would be an all-time 49ers that, quarterback. That text was phenomenal. That I got, I got scared. I Imagine Stetson Bennett running this offense. He's such a dick. They'd be unstoppable. It would be so funny. That's just what they're going to do. I just wanted the draft. Like, they're going. Brock Purdy, Stetson Bennett, I'll tell you what. Like the amount of col- the amount of football games those guys have played, oh where it's a completely opposite thing, where it's like we're just gonna get the youngest guy because of years that he has left, and yep. we're gonna get he doesn't have as much experience, but he has the arm talent. The 49ers just like we're gonna get every single guy who's won in college football and has the most college football experience under his belt. We're gonna put him in the quarterback room. Yep. That would be the most fun quarterback room ever. It was. They need to draft Stetson Bennett. It'd be so funny. I, I literally can't see him on another team now. Once you said that, maybe Miami. I don't know because it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, so, Mike, yeah. Mike McDaniel did come from. Yeah, it's the same. That's, as I said, I'm like, oh, well, that, that's the same. That's the same team. So yeah, uh, good win for them. Next one, Jets at Seahawks. Don't care. Don't care. I would just say same thing to Miami. I feel bad for Jets fans. I do. They lost their mojo. I don't think this was a Mike White problem. Not no, that he's going to no, be your no, no. future, but once he got hurt, it was just hard to replace. Um, so that sucks for them. And Seahawks, Gino's your guy. Remember that. Hold on to that. That's a big win by him. And the, the Seahawks. Still can get in the playoffs, so big, very big win for them. Not cra- actually not not crazy at all that they get in. So yeah, next one. Okay, well get your point. Get your point differential graphs out because <laughs> this one didn't help it. it. It was a tough day to be a school fan. Tough day to be a school fan. Um, they got trounced. I'm leaving. You, I can't leave. I'm going down with the shit. I'm out. I think I had them in the Super Bowl. So. I know. I'm going down with this. And, and look, I'll still support them unless they play the Giants. I still love them. They've been a blast this season to talk about. They're, we'll always have this team. Would you argue that the three best teams in the NFC, record-wise, not to kind of division, would be the Eagles, or the three hottest teams? How am I trying to say this? It's the the Packers. Eagles and Cowboys. Eagle, no, Packers, Niners, Cowboys. Packers, Niners, Cowboys. Okay. The Eagles have lost two of three. Right, but, but they're number I'm, one still. Well, I'm just saying hottest teams. Sorry, right. hottest teams. I'm just saying they lost to the Eagles 24 to 7. Um, they lost to the Cowboys. Is it only 24 to 7? It was, and we know it was way worse than that. <laughs> I, I think it was 24 to nothing at half. I thought it was 34 to I seven. think it was 24 to nothing at half. I, let me, is that actually a two? I swear it had to have been worse, right? It was 24 to 7 at halftime, 0 0 in the second half. Oh my God. Kirk was just throwing it to anybody. They lost 40-3 to to the Cowboys at home, and then this. And, I mean, like... This is the Vikings. Uh, this mean, is, this, like... This is, this year, this run with the Vikings that I've had. I will always like the Vikings now. Like, I'll always have a soft spot for them. Even if they beat no, us... No, I love them. I'm not even trying if to they be, beat like, us in the wild card, I will always love this team because this year, like... I I put my like this is the team I'm gonna buy into mm-hmm. preview pod. Correct. I said this is the team. I said to you like I got a team. I have thirteen and zero. Yep. And 
I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And boy, did they make it fun. No. And when they lost, boy, did they lose. But when they won, it's the the Look, biggest comeback in NFL. They're a win away from thirteen and four. <laughs> it, it has been such a fun season. It has. I was not trying to be disrespectful about it. No, no. And I think Vikings fans, we're all in the same boat right now. Mantor texts me immediately. And it's just, he's like, hey, I'll see you in a couple weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Vikings fans know what run they've had. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day. As long as they're good with it. What? How many games do you have per year with even the best offense in the NFL where you just don't have an offense that day? Sure. What happens? Three or four, right? And... Look, the Vikings have had three or four of those games. The issue is is that their defense is off every single Sunday. Right. So when the offense is off, it's a 30-point blowout. Correct. It's a 30-point blowout. But that's what made this team so fun because if the Vikings lose this game 20-17, to 17, it, it is just another Vikings game. Correct. And it's just, it doesn't have anything to do with the season. But it's been... So much fun, Vikings fans. And, like, I'm I'm still on the Vikings bandwagon. Like, I'm going to always be on it. But knowing that I'm going to eventually most likely play them, I just want to say, like, it's been an honor to ride this this skull. You know, one, one more. Skull. 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 Brooks the second time didn't figure it's, that out, yeah. which was interesting. He, he You know what? Uh, anyways, um, it's been an honor. Yeah. It's been a privilege. I'll be skull for life. Sure. 100%. It's been a blast. This team, like, when, I, when I'm just sitting there in 20 years and with like, with a seven-year-old next to me, and I'm watching Vikings, Dolphins, and he's like, Dad, who do you want to win? I'm like, the Vikings. He's like, aren't we Giants? And he's like, yeah, but we just we just like the Vikings, Eli. Mm-hmm. We do. You know? We have a soft spot for the Vikings. Yeah. And, that's, and this is why. And I and I truly mean that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this this was a tough loss. The Packers are crazy. And for the Vikings, the reason why I want to play them is like they can get beat by any team in the NFL. And knowing that we probably should have beat them if we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot three times against them in Minnesota, going back to Minnesota is the best opportunity for me to win a playoff game. So that's why I want to play Minnesota. No disrespect when I say that. No, the spread is four and a half the first game. I would expect this one to be close to a pick them. Yeah, two and a half. Uh, Yeah, maybe. Because I think think if the Giants, I think if like the Giants were the home team, then the Giants are a point and a half favorite, and right. I think we're going to be a two and a half point dog. Yep. And I will be taking the Giants. Um, yeah, and I, I wanted to play the you get to knock your your division rival out. And was, you know, I thought about it. It was kind of like the Georgia Alabama SEC championship game last year, where I wanted Georgia so badly because I'm like, if you're Georgia, like this is your chance to knock Bama out. Yeah. But the other side matters so much more. It, Bama, they had to win to get in. It, it's a completely different feeling. It is. The Bama had to win to get in. Yeah. Packers had to win and stay alive, and they, they did. Their kick return is awesome. Their defense is playing well, and their offense is kind of figuring out enough. And they're having fun again. Rodgers doing the air guitar look pretty sick. I'll, I'll give them that. They had a lot of fun. Um, it sucks that. I, I can't believe they're going to make the playoffs. It makes me sick. I don't want I don't. I didn't want it. I wanted Jordan Love to play, and this just sucks. Yeah. But imagine the awesome. conversations that we had. Well, because it's just one of those things where it's like we talked about what did this Packers team need to do, and they never listened to us, and then we just kind of stopped watching them. Yeah. All of a sudden, like... Oh, they got so damn lucky. Like, every team that needed to lose lost. Oh, To get yeah. to this point. But this is the thing, though. It's like, the NFC's... The NFC playoff picture all year has been these teams that no one expected to be there. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, you needed the Commanders and the Seahawks to lose. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't asking like, a lot. If you told Packers fans at the beginning of the year, in Week 17, you needed the Commanders and Seahawks to lose, yep. you're like, where do I sign up? Because yep. that's going to happen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So we'll see. 
It just would be awesome, though, because it does look like, if everything goes right, that if the Packers do get in, they have to once again play the 49ers in the playoffs, which is just, <laughs> uh, it just never gets old. How many times has Aaron lost to them? Like, in the play- like, it feels like the last four years the playoffs have been the Packers losing to the 49ers. Like, I know they lost yeah. the Bucks, but obviously last year's game was like the pinnacle, Rodgers is done. The and most this embarrassing is, home loss ever. Would this be the first one that it's in... NFC Championship, they went to San Francisco, oh, and San did. Francisco threw the ball five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw the ball five times. Yeah. They won by like 40. That was it. So I'm excited for that, if it's, that's what they get. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of Aaron. I'm this tired. is the most comical NFL season. It's ever. been awesome. So, yeah. Um, next one. Rams at Chargers. I thought it would be a little weird. It wasn't. The Chargers are playing good ball. They're blowing teams out now. I didn't think they could do that. Well, this was just simply like they – I felt like it was like the Colts game, but they're playing a worse defense. Like if you look at – like they didn't they didn't try to throw the ball downfield. They didn't really do anything special. They were just simply the better football team. Yep. Um, and when the Chargers play like bad teams, like specifically bad defenses where it's like their minimal offense can get the job done, this is the score we're going to get. And they are locked in at the five seed, correct? Right? They're locked no. in at the five seed. They're no, not... Baltimore and them have the same record now. Oh, duh. I forgot about Baltimore. I Baltimore think Baltimore's is still ahead of so them. out of the picture in my head. Yeah, I can't believe they're in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you want to win next week because what would your options be as the three seed would be either the, the Bills, Chiefs, or Bengals. Right. And as the four seed, it's the, the Jags. The J- or Titans. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you, you really Although the Jags week. beat the shit out of them. Yeah, but would in you... In week, like, two. But. It, it, and it's also one of those things where you're just like, would I rather play the Jaguars or the Bengals, Bills, or Chiefs? Well, it will be interesting. Let's see, because... Oh, gosh, this Bill... I, I They have to play tomorrow. They haven't announced it. I would assume they're playing tomorrow. Because the Bills play at one. The Bengals play at one, I think. And the Chargers don't play till 425. Uh, so they might know. What so they can kind of know where they want. So there could be a chance where the, if the if the Ravens win, then they might just rest guys. You know, they can't because they can't go any worse. I don't think. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Well, they can't. They they for sure can't be the seven seed. Right. But, so I think they'll probably they're in a good spot where they can kind of wait it out and see what happens. Yeah. That's that's the perks of being a West Coast team. That is. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, next one. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. It's exactly what we said. Um, Justin and I both said if Lamar plays Ravens, if not Pittsburgh, Lamar did not play. Uh, the Ravens still should have won. And then Kenny Pickett, two weeks in a row. Game winning drives. And if you're a team with a rookie quarterback that you you didn't even expect to play this year, yeah. just seeing that kind of like poise and yeah. like ability to win games, I think is the biggest thing. Because, you know, you could have a guy who goes 21 for 27, 250 yards, two touchdowns and no picks. But if he gets the ball back with two minutes left and, and can't make a win, game winning drive, then you're kind of like, ugh, like, you know, let's, that's when we need the drive to happen. So I think it's promising for Pittsburgh, but for me, I had to, I've had to do this rant so many times on the podcast, and you could probably tell at the you know when we got to other games like how annoyed I am. Like Pittsburgh fans, where are you now with Mike Tomlin? Like, wait a minute, this roster had is has been injured, has been awful on both sides of the ball all year. You guys are eight and eight going to Week 18 with a chance, you know, a for Mike Tomlin to have another winning record. Um, and be just like this coaching job, like isn't going to be talked about enough. And you guys were complaining about how he needs to leave. Like, shut up. Yep. Respectfully and actually more disrespectfully, like shut up, realize what you have. You guys have a great hall of fame coach who, and 
a division that has two of the best teams in the conference. And also, you guys have like the Chiefs and the Bills and the Chargers out. Like, you have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert outside of the division. Yep. For you guys to consistently be winning and in the playoff conversation at your bare minimum worst is a privilege that no other team besides the Patriots have. Yeah. So grow up, yep. realize what you have, yep. and stop complaining just to complain. Yep. You've been on this all year, so I expected this fully here. Um, I'll go to the Baltimore side. Yeah, it sucks. How have you not just given Lamar all the money he wants yet? Well, Zach, they have pro bowler Tyler Huntley. That's how. They do. Pro bowler. Lamar's never been hurt until this. And it seems like they're still just kind of keeping him out because they know they're not going to win the division. Yeah. Um, even if it is serious, he'll be back in the playoffs. You've given him nothing in his time here. You Yes, credit. They, they, they made their offense around him and built the run game with him and all that. Uh, his receivers are, are the worst in the league. We've said it year after year. Hell, the Giants found a guy off the street in Buffalo, and he's 10 times better than he's anyone so has in Baltimore. He's so good. So I just don't understand what they're trying to do. They brought in, of course, the Houston's coach last year was David Coley, who we, for years on this podcast now, um, let everyone know that he was the receiver coach in Baltimore before that. Like, everything they have done in Baltimore has not been to support Lamar, I, I don't think. And to not pay him and see what you guys are without him and look at your division, like, good luck. Good luck if you let him leave. And I don't know what your plan is, and I would be pretty scared. So I don't know what Baltimore – I would pay him tonight. I don't get what they're doing. And it seems like it's going to go – they're letting this go in the summer. And I, I just – if it goes in the summer, they're not going to keep him. Like, if I was Lamar, I'd leave. I'd be like, screw you guys. Couldn't come up with a deal with me. He and also – He doesn't have an agent, which I'm sure is complicating things. But, yeah. Yeah. And also, it's like, if you're Lamar, it's like, I can just go to a roster that – like, imagine him going to the Saints. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say the Jets. Similar, similar. Yeah, team. it's like just a team that's like built right now. Quarterback yeah. away has weapons already. Like imagine him with Chris Olave. Yeah. Like who's his his best receiver has been Mr. Drops Hollywood Brown. Yeah. So imagine an Indy, right? I mean, like we got. People. I mean, another great spot. Another great spot, Zach. He's the only guy. For all you comedy guys on Twitter, oh yeah, I saw the I saw the David Carr or Derek Carr stuff. Yeah, I get it. I get I get why I get why you're making the jokes. Okay, it's Lamar or a draft. Okay, there's your answer on that. All right. Um, well, the next one was Bill Bengals game. We're not. Um, man, ESPN really trying to they, dude the, really working on the timeline. The, the thing that sucks, like it, what actually sucks is you know I understand that this is the biggest news, but ESPN everything is going to be based around this tomorrow. Like you're not going to be able to turn on your ESPN TV without no, that I timeline. Be, I will not be I will without not be, that timeline. I will not and be nobody out. needs to hear the timeline. Like we hope he's okay. We don't need to see replays. We don't need to see all the pictures. Nope. Tomorrow's a no TV. No TV day. I don't need to hear a thousand people's opinions that are mainly trying to make it about themselves. I'm not in for that. Um, I agree. I would assume the game will be tomorrow. Uh, we'll see. It has a lot on the line for God. Not only in real life football and all that, but like you know fantasy championships. Yeah. Everything else in the world. Like there's a lot on the line with this game because it was. I said it. I wrote it down. Justin kind of JB kind of explained it. Well, because he he's he has said fantasy. Yeah, if that's what you're talking. I mean, about. well, no, I'm just saying this late in the season, I can't remember a Monday night football game with such magnitude. Oh yeah, in terms of importance of seeding and, and on the line, and these two teams haven't played each other. Burrow and Allen really haven't played each other. Um, yeah, this is the first time we were going to see it. So obviously, hopefully, Demar is okay, and uh, this game will happen tomorrow, and we'll see. I'm sure it'll be a fun one. Um, yeah, 
Awards. 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 Um, okay. I would assume, and we can just talk about this now, if this game somehow does get canceled, which I don't foresee happening, if the Bills won, you're up two. If the Bengals won, I was up one. I'm yeah. currently down one. Yeah. I think we would have to keep it at that. I was wondering. I, I'm, I don't know. I think the math there would have me down one. I would be okay, okay with that. Yep. Go with me then. Obviously, I, obviously. And I will say too, though, that like uh, your other upsets would not have won. So I don't, I don't feel bad in terms of like taking away the upset, if that makes sense. Oh. Like what was your other upset if you had it? I know you texted me that the upsets got weird. I don't think I have one. Because I know I was looking at it. I, I, had, I had the, the Falcons. I had and the Panthers. Pa- okay, because I had the Panthers as mine, and then I had the Falcons was was going to be an upset pick. Are I'm we sure. accounting to the fact that the Bengals are up seven to three with the ball? <laughs> at, at home. <laughs> at home. You know, if we need to, we can count that. Maybe I'm down point five. We'll get into it. We'll we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll let the people tiebreaker yeah. um, awards. Uh, offensive player of the week. My mine. Yeah. I'm gonna go Daniel Jones. Uh, he had 19 for 24, 177 yards and two touchdowns. And then rushing wise, 11 carries, 91 yards and two touchdowns, four Holy touchdowns, combined. four touchdowns, four touchdowns combined. I, I literally knew nothing about this game. Other and if like, besides that first drive, it's the best game I've seen Daniel Jones play all year. And it was, it's against a good defense. Like it's against a top 10 defense sure. statistically. So I think that shows a lot, uh, you know, and, and this kind of just built up because all year, or not all year, but like the middle of the season, I was like, why did we get take away from like putting the ball in Daniel Jones' hands? And the moment we did, we started winning games again. Like his pocket presence, his the way he moves around and avoids, like he had that backyard throw where he escapes the pocket, gets his ankles wrapped up and throws a dime five yards on down the field onto the sidelines for a first down, like on a big, on a big third down at that time. Like he was making plays left and right. Uh, Really just silence the haters. And did you see... I You probably didn't. Because I know, though, I can't like anything on Twitter without you seeing it. I um, wouldn't have minded anything this week. I, I, mean, I No, no, no. It was a radio clip from the Boomer and Geo, like, New York. Oh, no. So, there was an inside source that came out and said that... You remember all that, like, training camp stuff where it was like, Tyrod looks good and, like, Daniel Jones looked bad. Kind of yeah. thing. Like, like, the stats even showed yeah, it. Yeah, we were, we were questioning who was going to start week one. Yes. Apparently, there was an article written by a, like a, a I forget what which guy it was, but a you know a press guy who everyone believe, like trusts and believes in whatever like a great source wrote that Dable set up practice off season practices and for Daniel Jones to fail and Tyrod Taylor to succeed to see how Daniel Jones handled it because that was his biggest thing on if Daniel Jones would be the future and he said every day. After Daniel Jones having that bad training camp that we saw, because the defense was literally set up for Daniel Jones to fail, and then Tyra Taylor have such an amazing one, right. where the defense was set up for Tyra Taylor to succeed, and the yeah, questions were arising. It Daniel Jones just came in every day and like put the work in, and like Trying never once, never once complained or anything about it. Yeah. And they that's apparently when they said Daniel Jones is the guy of the future. Interesting. So another great thing, like I love Daniel Jones. I know I got, I never got off Daniel Jones, but I was like, hey, if he's the guy, he's a guy, and if he's not, not. And I think that that was a very fair thing to say. But I love where he came through when he came all season, and like this game just showed. You watch this game and you say like that was the progress that Daniel Jones. We thought he had in him at times. When he had like these great games, 
but you're like, this offense is not built for him. And now we see when he's put into a great system for him, like how he can shine. Um, and it's not going to be every week, but it's just to know that he has it in him. Daniel Jones, offense player of the week. Yeah. Uh, update on DeMar. His vitals are back to normal, apparently. Okay, that's good. So, yeah. Uh, mine is unfortunate. It's, I mean, it's Mike Evans. He had uh, 10 catches for 207 yards and three touchdowns. That was the third most receiving yards ever by a player against the Panthers in their franchise history. Nice job, Carolina. Not on you, Chin. You were playing in the box. Well, yeah, I was going to say it can't be on him because the You did a great job. No one caught a ball underneath. Uh, Defensive player of the week. I'm going with the team, Green Bay. uh, Slash Jair Alexander. um, Three interceptions, uh, 106-yard kick return. This Nixon dude is, like, unbelievable. Uh, He's been, like, a serious game changer for them. And Jair Alexander, I was going to do miscellaneous, but it was part of the defense. Him just being in that big hat so funny. and being so pissed off at Skip and Shannon. Yeah. When they actually were pretty much complimenting him, saying he was a good defender. And, like, it'll be interesting to see. And he's like, no, I'm a great defender. So that was... that. that I was laughing. Like, they weren't even trying it's, to go at him. But that, that's what you need. That's the mentality of a corner. That makes yeah. you great. That's why corners are my They're favorite people in sports. Because the mentality you have to have, like, look. I didn't have that mentality. There's a reason why I stopped playing after freshman year and I was a corner. I didn't have that mentality. That's hard it's have. anything like even when they get beat, yeah. they're still talking. Yep. And he shut down Justin Jefferson. It he was, was a it was a great performance. And then the big hats are just awesome. I love Carter had it after the Georgia win. The big hats are great. I mean, shout out. It was it Brian Robinson's friend? Yeah. I mean, shout out Brian Robinson for doing that because that guy's that guy has been killing it now. Yeah, it was, it's actually funny. Those were a big bar stool thing. And I was like laughing. Hats? Yeah. Oh. Big barstool thing. Well, it was like, I think uh, it's it's for the dozen trivia shows yeah. big on and stuff that it's not sports stuff that it was big on, but I was like, it, I thought it was really, really funny, but yeah, now it's blown up and good for Brian Robinson. It's like, he's a great friend for just being like, if you need it. I kind of want to buy one. I don't know how expensive they are. Yeah. They're probably not cheap now. When uh, you said team defense, I got nervous because okay. mine's one too. Sure. Mine's the Saints. I know they're out of it, but this Saints defense. Yeah. Remember that Monday night game against the Bucks? No, against the Cardinals. Like in October, it was during playoff baseball, and it was like yes, that it was just Andy like, Dalton had multiple pick sixes. Yeah, so they lost forty-two to thirty-four. Right yeah. since then, this is the points against zero. Yep, Dalton twenty-seven against the Ravens. Lamar, sorry, Lamar went crazy that game. Yeah, okay. Uh, Damn. 2020, so you're like, all right. Yep. And then we get into the end of December. Because tw- even in the NFL, 20 is not bad. You 20 is fine. 20 points. Yep. 0, 17, 18, 10, 10. That's insane That's to incredible. me. That's incredible. Especially like a, shutting down an offense 10 points that had scored 40, 25, 48, yeah. 35, 40. Like... It just this defense there's a moxie about him I said when I was talking about him like there's something special going on there and I thought like player wise it really doesn't anything crazy but you know you said there was really two defenses that stood out to me this week and uh, Packers and Saints were the two of them so yep that's well deserved uh, miscellaneous uh, I thought we uh, miscellaneous first uh, we always do miscellaneous first. Oh, okay you got confused no. yeah um, you can go miscellaneous first Okay, uh, Devontae Adams, seven catches, mm-hmm. 153 yards, two touchdowns. This is great as Jared Sims. Play was, it would not be anything without that man who I've put him on this list so many times now. So, Devontae Adams. 
Um, I don't even remember. I had one in my head, but I was so focused on my bozo. <laughs> I need to write these down. I said all year. I need to write them down. I haven't written them down all year. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, the best coaches in the... Rutgers? That's, that's a really good one. Yeah. Well, also Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers basketball uh, defeating the one seed. I feel like now that his vitals were announced, it's back to normal. We can talk about how Rutgers beat the number one ranked basketball team in the country. At their place. At their place for the second year in a row. Purdue was ranked number one, and Rutgers took that from them. It's yep. comical. Purdue fans, if you if you can't laugh at that, you don't have a heart because it's funny because it's Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers has now beaten Purdue five of six times. We have beaten uh, IU seven of eight times, I think. Uh, we literally on the state of Indiana. It is quite hilarious. I wish we were in high school when this was happening so I could walk in and see Purdue and IU fans every single day, but now I can only text them. Uh, it's funny. My other one, though, would be uh, the best coaches in the NFL, a.k.a. Bill Belichick and Mike Tomlin. Down years, everyone talking about is the, is their career behind them, yada, yada, yada. And week 18, they're both in the playoff picture. Yep. So yep. I think that says something with, with what they are as coaches. Absolutely. Uh, then the Bozo, Bozo dubbed over, sponsored by Nathaniel Hyatt. <laughs> I was sad that you weren't here for that when I had to talk about it by myself. I was sad that you were this is the first Bozo? time. Yeah. This is the first time you've been on the podcast when Nathaniel Hackett has not been the Broncos head coach. Yeah, that was sad. I was disappointed by that. Yeah, thinking about you, Nathaniel, and thank you for this. So it's so funny that we predicted that the Bozo dubbed over by Nathaniel Hackett. Um, I have the Colts O line because that was embarrassing. So the Colts O line are my Bozos. Like, go, go punch Kayvon. Go punch him. <laughs> I will say, I truly don't think that he knew. Okay, I'm not talking about but it. But this is the thing. This is the thing. He did it a little too long. Yeah, then he did the, the sleep thing on the sideline. I mean, he was, he was a total dick. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to go at Kayvon for it. Primetime's will for <laughs> Mine is um, Steve Wilkes. Uh, safety help over yep. the top. Mike Evans beating once would have made sense. Beating twice would have made even more sense. Yep. No excuse for allowing him to be over the top three times. Steve Wilkes. Um, you could also argue Goodell for deciding over an hour to finally just postpone this game. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that probably should have been the five minute warm up. Don't think that would have been the best thing for the players to go out and play. Dude, what would that like? <laughs> it would have been the worst football game of all time. What do like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman talk about? I, I really think both teams would just hand it off three times and punt. I don't think either team would want to win. I did say No, that. and like also it's like no one wants to, you don't want to like play. Like you don't want to take a hit kind of thing. Like mentally that's, mentally no. to see that you don't want to be physical. No. Uh, I guess, it, yeah, his agent said, I think he's doing a little better. Hard things are scary, man. There's so many random hard things that go on nowadays. You remember like, uh, there was a kid who died in Fisher's soccer and because of a heart issue, like no one knew about. So we, every, like that became like a big EKG thing. Like I had to take EKGs. Yeah. I know it was required for soccer, but I don't know if it was required for football or not. I took it because my mom made me. For, but like heart stuff is scary man nobody knows as much about heart stuff as you think nope so um, yeah Donovan Mitchell had 71 points that's sick uh, anything feel like that you wanted to say over the last week and a half that you haven't had a microphone in front of to say interesting um, I'm never doing a road trip again that sucks that was way too long I was supposed to be at the Colts Chargers game Southwest Southwest is my bozo of the week because they they ruined they ruined everyone's lives. 
So I we, wanted a deep dive of how flight companies or like flight companies are built and Southwest is just not built how it should be no. for delays. We were very lucky to find a rental car and be able to drive down there and still have our week that we had. Uh, but there's a lot of people that didn't and they're still sending people's luggage. I mean, we dropped off our rental car in Florida and there were 500 at least bags of luggage in the Southwest uh, baggage claim. And if I'm a thief, I mean, what a week for them. Big week for the thieves. I would be stealing bags left and right. When I flew to Norfolk, I was like, Norfolk can't really be affected by this in terms of like, I didn't fly Southwest, thank the Lord. Um, but I was walking to my baggage claim in the entire area, which is Southwest bags. It's so jacked up. It's so jacked up. So um, What's ironic is I received uh, a $100 gift card to Southwest the day before it happened. Yeah, don't use that. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're in trouble. That was not Well, good. you know, it's you. most flight companies do hub-based systems, right? So yeah. if there's weather delays, the hub is, is messed up. Yeah. They do line systems. So the crew flies down a line. So if one line crosses into the cold Midwest, the next five flights are all messed up. The yeah. crews were, it's, you know. Wasn't great. Um, other thoughts. Other thoughts. You did a good job. Solo. Um, yeah, I didn't really have much. Um, that Chargers game was the most boring Monday Night Football game of all time. Just fun fact. Yeah, the Chargers. I, the, the, I'm just glad the Pacers are all. I love the Pacers so much. I'm very thankful for them. If you had told me at the start of the season, I'd be a diehard Pacers fan and not care about football anymore because my football team is so bad. I would not have believed you. But that's where we are, and that's okay. Um, That's like 2020 when I said, uh, I tweeted like, if all I have this year is Rutgers basketball, it's going to be the worst year of my life. And that's when they were supposed to make the tournament. Yeah. It just didn't, it did not expect it to happen. No, I'm okay with it. The paces are fun. So I'm I'm good with it. But yeah, this sucks. So it's just when your team sucks, you just don't care about football as much. No. And we, me, you and Mitch, obviously have a group chat that we talked about a lot. And I feel bad because like you two are like, don't care. And I'm like the playoff. Right. It's a tough spot. But it's like the last since the group chat was created, I was the guy. I was like, October yeah. football. I was like, you just keep sending that stuff. It's just, yeah, it's such a weird feeling. When you suck and you get those texts, you're like, I don't care. Yeah. And that's uh, not that. You're just dead. You're just dead inside. But yeah, January 1st, Giants click the play, clinch the playoff spot. January 2nd, Rutgers beats the number one team in the nation. Cannot wait for what January 3rd brings me. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> I mean, you were, you were Bozo dubbed over for Rutgers and Giants at one point. So big turnaround for you. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's crazy yeah. what a couple weeks can do. <laughs> we had the worst buzzer beater loss of all time that shouldn't count, and then the worst game I ever watched in Rutgers history the oh the week later. Mm-hmm. And now we beat the number one team in the nation. That's just that's just just now you're happening. like in the tournament. You beat the number one team in the nation on the road. Yeah. So we're like all a right. top fifteen team in Ken Palm, no big deal. No big deal. Bert, take us out. For a minute, see if you can get it. Only got a one way ticket. The car load, you ain't gonna fit in with all that baggage you bring in. I'm digging, uh. I don't wanna think about the moment. You really wanna own it? You really wanna say that you're going and prove it? You're growing like Kershaw, I'm throwing like Jay while I'm driving and pass off El Bowen. Phones all been glowing, I'm blind in the face. Tables for hours, then catching an ace. Take a look up and ask how that shit tastes. Pots getting raked, raked, raked. Money been sticky, it's covered in paste. Tony Soprano, I'm working in waste. Might as well.
gon' make my retirement tape It's the end of the wait, wait, wait Spit for a sec, let me take one time I can see the future like a super slime Feeling like Tatum by the end of my prime But the clock looking like bedtime Night, night like Steph Place those bets while they wonder what's next That's a light work flex Ain't complex, yeah, it's more complacent Got a 9 to 5 job, so I'm more adjacent To the world of the normal and awfully wasted And fuck that prop that said I wasn't creative And fuck that thought that said we wouldn't make it All this talent, I don't wanna waste it Was that too cocky? Let me just rephrase it All this opportunity, it's time to face it It's time to chase it, let's just embrace it Work in the back while we all get faded Uh, I just wanna hit it for a minute See if you can get it Only got a one-way ticket The car low, you ain't gonna fit in With all that baggage you bring in I'm digging, uh I don't wanna think about the moment You really wanna own it? You really wanna say that you going And prove it you growing Like Kershaw I'm throwing Like Jay will I'm driving And pass off El Bowen Phones I've been glowing I'm blind in the face Tables for hours Then catching an ace Take a look up and ask how that shit tastes Pots getting raked, raked, raked Money been sticky, it's covered in paste Tony Soprano, I'm working in waste Might as well make my retirement tape It's the end of the wait, wait, wait Let me get it for a minute, maybe two, maybe three On my old school shit, bada boom, bada bing I don't care about a thing, it was really all a dream I've been balling out like crazy, like I got it on a string Now I've been lost in the groove of it too Back on my bullshit, I'm chilling with you That's just the way we do what we do Now I got some chickens, we fly in the coop That shit too funny when I think about it My judgment is clouded, I'm overly doubted I'm under about it, but normally count it And count it, and count it, and count it, and count it At least that's the way that I feel now I didn't mean to go get real now It's like they wanna call me Neil Growl Like I'm Batman, I'ma peel out I just wanna hit it for a minute See if you can get it, only got a one-way ticket The car low, you ain't gonna fit in With all that baggage you bring in, I'm digging Uh, I don't wanna think about the moment You really wanna own it, you really wanna say That you going, and prove it you growing Like Kershaw I'm throwing, like Jay will I'm driving and pass off El Bowen